It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Another Ned and Josh podcast is ready to go, and you have made the choice to be here, so thank you very much for that today. We are pumped. Ned, how are you going? Great. I'm doing very, very well, thank you, You're mate. pumped? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I don't know if I'm pumped. What do you think would need to change for you to be pumped? Because I would like to both be on the same page. Well, what's gotten you to the point where you feel pumped? I really couldn't explain it. Maybe that's the problem. And it's, then that's it. I can't explain a, what's lacking from me. It's such a, a transcendent feeling that to I be just... Pumped. To be pumped. I just don't know. I don't know how to really quantify it. I guess if you put on Heaven by DJ Sammy, that'd get me kind of pumped. Yeah. Well, we can't on the podcast because of, you know, copyright laws and stuff, but well, maybe... Sing it to me. Maybe how badly could, do you want me to be pumped? Maybe it's all around when you're lying here. Isn't it hard to believe we're in heaven? Why did you just, like, skip through four verses? Because I thought I was getting to the closer part to the chorus, and I wasn't. And then I thought, love, well, I just get to the good bit straight away and you could be pumped as quickly as possible. Well, now I don't feel pumped. I feel perturbed because you've skipped through a song that you know, I wanted I'm to hear little, the whole thing. I'm a little pissed off as well. And <laughs> the reason, <laughs> So you weren't pumped yeah, at all. No, the reason for that <laughs> is because something that I used to do for my uh, my lovely partner, Carrie, has all of a sudden entered not enough territory. And Well, you're not doing it anymore or it's just no, not enough? It's not enough. And it's I don't know when we crossed this threshold and when it changed, but I just want to go back to the time where there was the effort that counted and all that sort of stuff and not not what I'm currently dealing with. Um, Carrie loves a cup of tea. She Lovely. loves to drink tea. At night? Uh, anytime. Really, just okay. tea being around is a big part of her day. My and sisters love tea, so I get it. I make tea. For Carrie. Now, this is... How did she take it? She milk take, and a sugar? Yep, milk, no sugar. Um, and I thought I was getting a good combination of milk to tea ratio. Um, it's become apparent lately that I'm not putting enough milk into the tea. It's too strong. And what that has led to now is... And I'm not even kidding. Like an actual... Like a class. Like... Yeah. Every time I go to make tea for her now, she jumps up as well and goes, let me just see. What you want it to be is you want it to be... A li- see, this is a little translucency. Mm. We want it to be a little bit more... To the point where I nearly last night went, why don't you just make your own damn tea? Like, if this is well, if this is going yeah. so badly for you and it's so not what you want... Jesus. And, this, and I don't get any kind of a nice feeling of, I did something nice today. I helped. Yeah. Then why don't you just make the tea yourself? I'm so confused because you you're not you're obviously not helping. What's no, no, hap- this is what's again, happened. Yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. you started making tea and Carrie went. This is lovely. He's doing it completely wrong, but this is nice that yeah, he's trying. Yeah. And then Carrie, I guess, has eventually gotten to a point in her mind where she's like, "Do I want this to be the rest of my life where I'm drinking watered, awful, awful tea and I'm just going thank you because you're doing it, or should I put a stop to this and probably do the only way that this is going to get across to him, where it's like, here's how I like it, mate, and you've gone, why don't you just do it yourself? I do. The thing I think is so wonderful about this, though, is Carrie's just so beautiful that I think this probably would have continued for a long time. What's actually happening is her mum, Terry, is visiting at the moment. And she can't have this And she can't have tea. the bad tea nah. going to Terry as well. No, 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 no. So before I start this, I have to give an immense props to my friend Chris for what I'm about to say, because this was from his brain. Now, the reason I'm giving him props is to also hide behind him, because what I'm about to suggest, I understand, is somewhat evil. 
like okay, somewhat evil. Oh, that's that's the perfect wiggle room for us. People who have been listening to this podcast for a while now may recall uh, late last year, just before the end of the school year, I mentioned that there was a dad who was taking his kids to school and had started mimicking something I was doing, which was taking Cosmo the Golden Retriever to school. Yeah. Now, this dad also was taking a dog to school, another Golden Retriever, except he was hosting meet and greet sessions and letting the kids come around and pat the dog and... And I went, well, no, you've taken my idea and you've plussed it because <laughs> now your kids are getting cred from how cute your dog is and Cosmo's cuter. So I mm. should start. And then I started doing it and it was becoming a whole... I was at, I was at war with this dad, whether he knew it or not. I also will say, never saw this dog. So Josh saying that his dog's far cuter than the other dog, we have no way to back that up. Apart from you've seen Cosmo and you just know that's true. But so, I haven't seen the other one. You don't need to. You've seen Cosmo. Okay. Um. So... <laughs> What? What? How does this get evil? We we discussed that I would like the dad to thank me for yeah. coming up with this idea and yeah. giving him such a great way to bond with his children and also help his kids be cool cool at school. And yep, yep. I said that would be great. I would say that that would make your situation with him infinitely weirder. We talked about maybe a potential world where I really double down and Cosmo becomes obviously the the winner by default and it's very clear that all the kids prefer Cosmo. Sure. That's also quite strange. High risk, high reward because, again, we haven't seen this dog. So what if this other dog is way cuter and Once all the again, kids flock to this dog? Once again, you've seen Cosmo. You know <laughs> that's not true. So yeah. while all of these things we've suggested are nefarious, um, evil probably... You know, I don't even know if they've been weird yeah. more than nefarious. They've been odd. <laughs> Chris has suggested that what I should do for school year 2024, if this dad is still bringing his dog to school in a dog for dog battle, is try and get the dad's dog to like me more than it likes him. <laughs> oh my God. Is Chris watching a lot of House of Cards? Yeah, That's it's so pretty manipulative. Evil, it? It's pretty evil. Why is that so, so, so evil? Chris has suggested bringing <laughs> treats for the other dog. <laughs> He suggested. He suggested letting Cosmo uh, play with the other dog. He suggested. I don't hate it though. It'd su- work. He suggested initially dropping treats on the way to school. Yeah, so working course. out where this dad comes from, getting in the route earlier, and then just dropping treats so the yeah. dad doesn't notice what's happening, and then in a final act of dominance, just downright handing treats to the dog in front of the dad. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, what's he going to do? Like yeah. at this point, he the dog's decided a favorite. If he does anything to you, his own dog will attack him. I think what we'll do is we'll implement this bit by bit over the school year, um, and I'll report back at the end of the year for the I'd podcast. I'd also not do any of this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd leave it alone. Nah, nah I'm going to do something. No, yeah, I know you yeah. are, but I, I'm saying when you get in trouble, I'm telling you, leave it alone. <laughs> by the end of the year, I may have three golden retrievers. <laughs> You've seen Saltburn now, so I we have, can talk yeah. about it uh, as openly as we can while still keeping this vaguely listenable for families. Yeah, vaguely listenable so, for families. Yep. Not at all. Mm. I can tell you the cast. Yep. That's about it. Okay. Um, there is a scene. I'm going to have to... I promise you I'll be as tasteful as I can about this. There is a, uh, a few scenes in this movie that I would say are shocking. Yeah, people have said that they're a bit shocked. I wouldn't say that it's people like, oh my God, it's the worst thing I've ever seen or like it's the most it's intense just thing. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, oh, I just well, was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then there was things where I'm like, oh, cool, okay, that's sad. Yeah. It's weird they're not cutting. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, good Lord. Why yeah. aren't they cutting? Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Why is this going for so long? Anyway, you probably know what scene I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a different scene as well, other than the one I just mentioned, involving a bathtub. Yeah. Barry Keoghan. 
and bathwater. Bathwater, perfect. Yeah, that's Very all well we done. need to say. And I think anybody who's seen the movie will get it. Anybody yep. who hasn't seen the movie also might get it because it's everywhere. Get, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. been memes. There's been memes about it everywhere. Um, uh, this scene is probably the one that's been the most talked about. That's why I'm saying if you haven't even seen the movie, you probably already know about it. But there, um, there is liquid slurped out of the bathtub mm-hmm. that someone was in. Now, because this movie is obviously everyone's talking about it, everyone wants to know all the goss, what's happened, the behind the scenes. Is uh, is Jacob Elordi as nice as he seems in all of his interviews? Rada, rada, rada. We've finally, 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 finally gotten far enough down the ladder where we're asking the real questions, like what what was used for the liquid that was in the bathtub? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So that's now what I have the, the like the movie making secrets revealed. Prop wise, what was what what did they make it out of? Yep. Because obviously, it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movie. Would you like to guess? I really don't want to guess. I'd like you to just tell me what they are. They're all innocent. They're all incredibly innocent. Is Custard one of them? No. <laughs> close, though. Very close. What are it's they? The, just tell me. We're not going to play this game. What, the are they? Family. what are they? What are they? Yogurt, mm-hmm. a little bit of milk, and some water. Okay. Yep, Very fine. innocent. See, that checks is, out, though, doesn't it? it does. now that I Now that I've said those three things and you can envision that scene... Makes sense. That's what it is. So, um, can <laughs> I just like, quickly ask you too? Do you ever hear stuff like this about movies, and like particularly scenes that involve like a lot of vomit, where an actor goes, "Well, actually, that was just oatmeal mixed yeah. with ginger pepper mixed with," and you go, "That's worse than vomit." Yeah, that sounds <laughs> that awful. That would have tasted awful. I don't know where you. Obviously, not going to get vomit, fake vomit, but exactly. like that's going to make me vomit. Some like, of the things that they combine in it, I'm like that. Yeah, just, I would have just been like, "Feed me too much," and then I'll just go, uh, "Yeah." Uh, and I'll give you a scene. We're only doing it once, though. It's like the gruel that we used on set to yeah. replicate gruel was actually just battery acid mixed with your wet like, cardboard. What are you doing? <laughs> just dye water. What the hell? <laughs> so yesterday on the show, you brought to the table the most bizarre and annoying rambling story about a lady in a lift that you're in a lift with. Yep. Who... Was recalling to her partner, yep. not even you, nope. you were eavesdropping, yep. a children's television show that you couldn't work out what it was. So it actually ruined your day, then came into my life and ruined my day, and then all ruined the Pod Pals day when they all had to try and work it out. You and I are phenomenal at guessing things, guessing TV shows often after not much information. Barely any, barely, you know how people are like, oh yeah, no, my um, my best friend, Jess, she can find anything on a guy, all she needs to yeah. know is like his name and she'll find his Instagram, and that's us but with TV shows. Yep. Like if you just tell us like one of the actors in it and maybe a tiny bit of the plot. Maybe when it came out, yep. we'll find you the Show. Exactly right. Now, uh, the way she described this was very, very, very vague. It was about foxes that went to bed and then a, a black cat, and I'll quote her, a mischievous black cat mischievous. would break into their house, convince them to go and do errands or have little activities or adventures, and then they would go and do that. They'd be home before the mother, mother fox would figure it out, yep. come home, whatever. That is not a show I've ever really heard of before. My favourite part of the story, the retelling of the story, was when Ned tried to, because apparently in the lift, this was the longest lift ride in the history of the world, by the way, everyone, uh, the the lady in question actually sung a bit of the theme song to her partner to try and jog his memory, and she could not really remember the theme song, but then three hours later, Ned tried to sing her remembering of the theme song that she couldn't quite remember of his memory. She didn't remember it, and I couldn't remember what she couldn't remember, and and this is what it sounded like. And the sun and the stars and the sun. Okay, so 
not not great I mean, music yeah, ability. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, this is I was so frustrated and so annoyed by this. You were right. I sort of did ruin everyone on the Pod Pals day <laughs> because I was like, I've given you guys the imp- an impossible task. If you couldn't figure out what show that this woman was talking about, let us know. We have an answer. Kelsey on the Pod Pals. Messaged in so early this morning. Yeah. I honestly... One of the first people to get the podcast, I reckon. I googled like um, TV kids' TV shows featuring foxes, mm-hmm. featuring black cats. I looked everywhere, all over the internet, couldn't find anything. So I was like, probably no one's going to find this. I can reveal to you that Kelsey on the Pod Powers has said that this TV show is none other than Pablo the Little Red Fox. We found a winner. I've gone and had a look. Spot on. It is it's that about show. Four foxes. There's a little black cat that jumps in. It's incredible, Kelsey. I don't tremendous. know how you've done well it. Done. You're in, you are amazing. Um, the, or you've also seen the show. Yeah, it just was very, very easy for you. Um, either way, Kelsey, you've solved the problem. Now, the only thing we need to do is have Ned ride the elevator in my building for the next week so he can find this person and tell them the solution. I didn't solution, say it was in your building. Anyway, the, the, it, it was. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other elevators you're going in. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, just there is the unfinished business of... And the sun and the stars oh, yeah. and the sun... How close were you? I said yesterday or whenever that was, I said, don't hang your guess on the theme song because chances are it's way off. As I said, I was misremembering her misremember something she couldn't even remember. One more time. And the sun and the stars and the sun. Here's the theme song. Oh, my God. Not bad. It's not close at all, but like you it's can, a, it's kind of close. You can go see what I'm going for. Yeah, well done. I can't believe, and she does. I was like, I sound so crazy because the only thing I remember is the sun and the and rain and, and the, the stars, and, and, and I, I didn't want well, to. We don't sing need it. to remember what you thought. And the sun and the stars and the Going forward, are we getting rid of that? Or nah, okay. I've got mates that um, make music, so I'm going to get that actually uh, remixed. Oscar, uh, yeah, don't yeah. listen. No. Don't take any he'll messages. Do it. He'll do it. <laughs> I know he'll do it. The sun and the stars I'm never going to be creative on this podcast again. <laughs> again, not that that was creative. <laughs> I was going to say, when did that start? <laughs> Josh, you're in, uh, you enjoy burger. Yeah, I love a burger. Me too. I also enjoy, enjoy burger. What do you think is... Why the- do you have to make it about me first? Were you trying to make a point? No. Nah. Hmm. Okay. Point made Continue though, isn't on. it? Yeah, yeah. No, shut yeah. up. <laughs> um, what do you think? Do you, off the top of your head, what's the best burger you've ever had? What do you reckon? Um... There is a Guy Fieri burger shop mm. on board Carnival Cruise Line ships, and that is probably the best burger I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's the mayor of Flavortown. He so. had the, it was flavorful. And it, well, I, I, enjoyed my, I enjoyed my journey there. Let's uh, say that much yeah, to Flavortown. He, yeah, he's, he's the Lord Mayor as well, so he really can conduct business there. It's also, and I don't know how many times I have to say this, because you do quite often say you're a fan of the man, it's Bar- Bobby Fieri. Okay. All right. It's not spelt that way at all, and not how most people say it, but that's how he wants everyone else to so pronounce his it. His first name's Bobby. 
Sorry, not Bobby Fietti. I'm thinking of Bobby yeah, Flay. So get off your high horse if you're not even doing the, uh, the the first name correctly. I'm there. thinking of Bobby Flay and Guy Fietti. Okay. It's Guy Fietti. Oh, I say get off your high horse, Championi. <laughs> Very nice. Um, there was a person who was eating a burger. Uh, I don't know if I'll... I mean, I feel like I can say nothing's bad's happened with the burger. It's what's happened underneath the burger. So they've eaten this burger, had a few bites out of it, and realized that underneath the burger they were served is a waiver form. Okay. That they're like, I've immediately lost my appetite. What was the waiver form for? Blank. And then next to it says guest. So it's like what you you write yep. your name there. Um, Hereby waives and releases any rights, actions, and then it's cut off. I can't really say what it says. Or claims against this hotel. It's subsidiaries. 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 It's small. It's so small what I'm reading right now. Um, For any liabilities and damages, including airborne illnesses and something arising out of or in connection with guests' use of its own food or consumption of products not provided by the... So it's essentially like, hey, if you get sick from this, that's not on us. Okay. Which seems like they're just doing anyway, but I, I don't think that had anything to do with anything. I mean, I had to, I just had to bleep out the name of the hotel because you said it. I mean, this is here's my question to you, right? Mm. I don't think this has anything to do with the burger. I think this was maybe accidentally put in there as a wrapper when it was meant for something completely different. Well, it, it, I would agree because it's clearly not about this burger. This no, burger, it's not like one you when, can't get an airborne illness from a burger. I don't think. Well, I mean, I mean you could, but I mean, it's not mainly that's what's going to happen. No, and it's not like where you have to sign these waivers when you're about to eat something very spicy, where it's like yeah. this specific thing that you're about to eat might actually give and you. What good's the waiver form to you when it's underneath the thing you've already eaten? And like, that's it. You've already taken a few bites out of it. How quickly and with how haphazardly do you have to be preparing a burger that you accidentally whack a legal document in there? Well, and it also says in witness hereof, guesses <laughs> signed. So you also need a witness to see you sign this. You need to bring of like a suite of lawyers to, yeah, no. to watch you eat this burger. I mean, that's exactly why they have the giant plastic Ronalds at McDonald's. <laughs> he witnesses all. <laughs> it's like everything is above board. Yeah, I'm seeing it all. Everything's okay. <laughs> My sister's coming to visit for the weekend, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, she's not actually met Carrie's boys yet, so I'm I'm oh, very pumped wow. about it. It's going to be a very good weekend. It's going to be very exciting. I'm really, really excited. So this is going to be fantastic. Now that I've prefaced all of that with that, um, and I also promise we're not going to do another week of content of me cleaning up my apartment for a visitor, because Ned's already, I've, you've trampled that territory quite m- effectively. Milked that drain vi- uh, dry. But what I do want to know... Mm. Do I have to clean up the way I would for my parents for a sibling? Because I, no, no, yeah, that's no, what no. I'm saying. I've seen, I see <clears throat> the way like the uh, Carrie's two boys live. They don't care if one's messy and one's no, not. no, no, like, no. Of course not. I don't know if I have to clean up at all. Like just a nice, mm. a nice bed and a nice set of towels, and yes. then the rest is just. So I had my siblings. I had my sister stay in November of last year, mm-hmm. um, and I, all, that's all I did. I made sure they had clean sheets and clean towels, and cleaned up the bathroom a little bit because we were all sharing a bathroom. Other than that, I was like, whatever. We're peers. That's it. We're <laughs> peers. Exactly. You're not senior to me. You're yeah. not my parent. Especially your sister. Yeah. Oh, and mine sisters as well. They're both younger than us. Yeah, so like, and I'm not going to bring that into it, but they are. But, yeah. Well, she's not senior in any way. No way. She, she is your junior we're, to your senior. We're peers, 
And I don't think I should have to impress her with how the apartment looks. No, and the way you're thinking is completely correct. And, good, and good. no one else, because as I said, I've obviously very much talked about it way too much, but with friends, it's even different because you're like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm living like a slob or yep. like, I've also got to make it nice for them. When it's your siblings, it's like, we've grown up together. She knows. I've yep. seen you mm-hmm. I've seen you poop in the bathtub and that's grosser I've been than in anything. The bathtub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's grosser than anything you're going to see in here. Yep. So like, what do you want from me? I think too- I also will say the only thing you should have is sna- snacks. Yeah, good call. That's what I did for my sisters mm-hmm. I made sure if they were snackish at any point go for gold so just to be clear though mm. pooping in places other than the toilet is not that we're talking about once upon a time ha 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 yeah we want a higher standard than that yes yeah, but I'm good. saying yeah. that like we've been at our lowest like yeah, yeah, yeah I get it but we're not rock bottom yeah, but we're not saying we want to go back there we're saying no. that there's just no reason for me to make sure that everything's polished to within an inch no of I'm just yeah. saying that yeah, the standard's gone because we've seen each yeah, other yeah, at yeah, rock yeah, bottom okay. yep, yeah fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's it. I think growing up with someone, you are literally going. You're growing up. You're with learning them. how to be a human being yeah. in their presence exactly. at all times. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I shouldn't say because it's it's a very gross story about my sisters. That <laughs> actually, here you go. Here's how I get myself out of it. I won't say which one. I've, no, you can't. Because they're twins, so it doesn't matter. But I've seen one of them sit down watching TV uh, and just go like. Hush! And like have snot connected from their nose to their shirt and just leave it. <laughs> just sit there. Just sit there and watch TV. And just I had to go after like five minutes. You wanna deal with that? And no they were like No yeah. one's gonna get to know this except for me. And I'm sorry about that, everybody listening. But Ned, I'm gonna mute the microphones and yep. you just tell me which one it was, okay? Three, two, one. Shit! <laughs> oh, no! Didn't mute the microphone. <laughs> oh, shit! No, please get, get. We need to get rid of that. Okay, okay, I'll believe it. <laughs> See news stories like this a fair bit, and they're all very boring and very one note and very all the same. If you've read more than three, but Americans or really any. Uh, Someone who's come from a country and now lives in a different country and can't believe the wacky customs of the new country oh, they yeah, live okay. in. This like, happens a lot to us. Like, Americans come here and are like, you don't put that much Vegemite on toast. But and, it also, yeah. it's mm. a lot of British people going to America, yeah, American people going to Britain, Australians going to Britain. It's, I feel like it's those three. They yeah. just cannot believe that a world exists outside of their world. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Again, these are the bottom of the barrel when it comes to news story because it's so essentially welcome like a TikToker to the Ned and Josh podcast as we are now going to scrape Reca- recap all by of his own account yeah. the bottom of the barrel. No, the only reason I want to talk about this one today is because the first time I've seen something that I'm like, okay, because I've felt un-Australian with the way I've been thinking. <gasps> you agree? And it's an American who's going, I don't get this. And I've always thought this. I don't get it either. We're but- not scraping the bottom of the barrel, ladies and gentlemen. We're swimming comfortably down here on the bottom of the barrel. It's the cream of the crop. Yeah. We're taking it off the top of it. It's not the bottom of the barrel anymore. It's the very tippity top. Um, this American has gone, uh, love the foods here, love getting a snag at Bunnings. Oh, She's yeah. fine yep. with that. Mm-hmm. All good with that. The thing that's confusing to her, and it's not even... I didn't realize it was necessarily Australian. Like, this was what Australians call it. But I've always thought this, that it never made any sense, and I didn't know why we were calling it this name. A jacket potato. Hmm. Calling it a jacket potato instead of a stuffed potato or a loaded spud or whatever. Calling it a jacket potato, she's like, I don't get it. Like, what's the jacket? I don't... Is is the the jacket jacket the foil? The jacket's the foil. No, well, the jacket actually is the potato skin. 
Okay, but I would say that that's not a jacket. That's like if I said, "Oh, I'm wearing a nice jacket today." And it's my just, skin, you're just shirtless at the beach, <laughs> and I'm yeah. com- butt mm-hmm. naked, yep. standing out in the rain, going, "I'm glad I put on this jacket today." And I get it. I'm, I get I'm not what you're standing saying. out here yep. with my expi- exposed brain and muscles and stuff. <laughs> um, I don't get it, and I hate it. I've always hated it because there is a super famous um, jacked loaded potatoes. Loaded potatoes is what we should be calling them. But yeah, there's okay. a, a very famous loaded potato place in Launceston called Prady's, where they do. That all they do is jacked potatoes, yeah, or jacket potatoes, and I never got it. I was like, "What are they? What jacket are we talking about?" Yeah, the the, the skin of the potato. But I would. I always. I must admit, I always assumed it was the alfoil, like it was the foil. Yeah, that the they, foil. And on I was the always like, "That's kind of funny." It's like yeah. they've got a little jacket on. I get it. But some of them don't have those. Some 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 of them are just like in a little container by themselves. Yeah, well, Danny Zuko didn't wear his leather jacket all the time, so I think it, I still always <laughs> thought it was the the foil. That's what we were referring to yeah, when we said jacket potatoes. Danny Zuko's name wasn't Jacket Boy either. His name was Danny Zuko. I was he more just... using him as a reference point for jackets, not for the word jacket. <laughs> I'm saying I'm confused by yep, this. No. And I think they should have a different name. I also never want to see these stories again. I'm so yeah. sick of like, oh, I can't believe it. It's like, that's why you travelled is so that you can't believe what you're seeing now. Isn't the whole point to be like, wow, I'm out of my comfort zone in a, in a land that I don't recognise. Not like... Hang on. Why isn't this exactly like home? Why is this not? Why is it called a Cheeto and not a Cheezel? Do you know how there's like like a pretty prominent way we could stop these stories from mm. being like stop spreading them around? Yeah. And you we've just done three and a half minutes on mm. one of them. Do you get do you get what I'm trying to say? Maybe no, they, I do. I do. Stop amplifying them. And while I'd like to give you the slam dunk that your face is I'm clearly not really showing, trying, you, I'm not trying Josh to is slam going dunk s- you. Looking so smug, like <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you're the problem. <laughs> Um, why have they existed then? If this is the first time I've literally ever spoken about them, why do they exist? Because everybody does. Everybody uh, talks about them. Yeah, so maybe wipe that smug smile off your face and take this up with nah, the rest of the world, I'm not ca- me. I'm keeping the smug smile on my face. Do you want to know why? Why? Because you've got an eye booger. I know. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can feel it as well. It's coming out. There we go. There we, there go. we go. Good. I'm still smarter than you. <laughs> You know what I actually think I could do without that is an invention that a lot of people would praise, say is a great thing, um, pedestrian crossings. They exist. They exist, and I could do without them. As a pedestrian, by the way. Why? Because I am sick, and this happens in a very specific place, so if you're in Canberra, you'll get this. If not, just picture a, a, a place with a one-way street that pedestrians are allowed to cross, okay? Mm. Happens at Gungarland Marketplace all the time, where I am nowhere near the pedestrian crossing, but for some reason a car stops to give way to me. Like, I am still a good 15 yeah. metres back, and then that forces me to do the, the little polite jog. Uh, jog. Yeah. I've I've decided in my day-to-day life, I'm not doing the polite jog anymore. If you're in your car and you make a decision that when you have plenty of time to clear the intersection before I get there, you're yep. going to stop to make, I don't know, some kind of a point or whatever, I'm going to take my time. And not on, intentionally. I'm not going to go slower than I was, but, but I'm not going to alter my speed. You're not going to speed up. At all. Um, I think that this is fine. It gives off the same vibe as like when someone holds a door open for you, but way, way too, too far early. back. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're 50 metres out and someone holds the door and you're like, oh, far out. I'm all not right. going to jog now. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
but we also have this exact thing in Canberra as well, where it's the shared walkways, where yeah. pedestrians are allowed to walk out. Do you not get anxious driving around there? I hate the shared walkways. Yeah. I truly do. Because but that's it, what you're suggesting. I'm suggesting... No, no, I'm suggesting that there be crossings, but maybe we go back to just every... Everyone has to give way to a car. Yeah. Or okay. maybe everyone has a little red man, green man, like, and you have to wait, okay. you have to wait for a designated time to cross. I, I think like- that's good. It's safe for everybody. It allows everybody to go at their own pace, but it takes autonomous decision-making on the behalf of drivers completely away. I do like, and not without any sort of, I don't know, obligations whatsoever, but I do like putting a little bit more respect back on cars' names because (laughs) cars versus pedestrians... It's not good. Cars always win. It's not a good combo. And it makes me so anxious where people seemingly have forgotten that cars will always win. Mm -hmm. So I would like it if everyone... Like, if we just had a an addressing of human beings and just went, hey, guys, let's be more freaked out by cars, okay? Are we can, all good? Can I all just, right, out you go. Other <laughs> thing that I would say, too, is like those shared walkways, how much do the cars need to go through those areas? Because yeah, it's true. You, maybe we just close them off and they're just giant walkways. Huge and malls. we use the roads on either side of the buildings and that's where people go. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the yeah. answer to this is apart from... I am not. I can take the personal responsibility. From this point forward, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you slow down way too early for me to cross, I am not jogging faster like it's my fault. And I also think it's a like a baller move. Mm-hmm. I think you doing it to some person, they'll go, I'll, I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> I will never stop for a pedestrian again. I will use flagrant arrogance yeah. to teach everybody to do this <laughs> one person at a time. I'm actually on board for this. <laughs> Produced Michael. Produced Michael. <laughs> Don't worry, it's been teed up, guys. Wait, the thing here is we've also been asked to stop calling him Producer yeah, Michael yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. it's just Michael has joined us. How are you, Michael? I'm good. How are we? Yeah, good, thank you. Very, very well, thank you. Um, <laughs> some very exciting news, guys. Today, uh, I've seen that about a week and a half ago... <laughs> 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 yeah, great. Yeah, no, no, no. It was look. It was only four days ago, mm-hmm. but sitting as we do this every day, not a good enough reason. No. Japan has become the fifth country to ever land on the moon. Fantastic. With the world's first pinpoint lunar landing, so it was the most accurate one as well. That's fantastic. Do you know the four other countries before it? Uh, Russia, correct. Mm-hmm. Soviet Union, yep, yep. Uh, US, correct. obviously, yep. Uh, I'm going to lock in China. Yeah, Correct. I was say China, yeah. And, and the Japan. last one, oh, uh, India. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and in Japan. Know that. Well yep. done. Mm-hmm. You got all four. Thank you. You are a, a bit more of a space nerd. Than I, I do I love stories about space, astronauts, all that stuff. Yes. Now, um, being the fifth, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, because doing it with pin, it. pinpoint accuracy is pretty impressive, and that's what yep. they're kind of saying more that it's the world's first pinpoint lunar landing. But it is the fifth country to go up there. The US did it a bunch. I don't know if going to the moon is exciting as it once was. No, I, think I, it's I sort love of like, it. Meh. I absolutely love it. When I hear about it, I get very excited. But so it's not... I don't know. If it, would you even be as nervous? Because it's oh, like... Not now that we've got the pinpoint stuff. I'm yeah. like, we know what we're doing now. This is great. At what point does it become as nervous as like, commer- like commercial flying? Oh, am I a little bit more nervous about it than, say, <laughs> yeah. Canberra to Sydney? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah good, I probably good, good, would good. go, yeah. geez, a lot more can go wrong <laughs> yeah. here. But, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I just don't think it's as exciting as it was when it started out. Yeah, okay. okay. I am surprised that, we, that it, it doesn't happen more. Yeah, exactly. It we all like thought we'd be living on the moon by now. And yeah. I think we kind of went up there and went, well, it's sort of just a rock. The first time like people walked on the moon was huge. Well, that was Apollo 11, yep. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When when the Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and 
the other one. Michael, his name was. Michael. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. He's na- yeah, there yeah, you go. His, his name was Michael. His name was, his name was uh, I've looked it up, Command Module Pilot Michael Collins. I'll yeah, take that Michael as my Collins. name if you yeah. want me to. Instead of producer, I'll take that. Command Module <laughs> Command Pilot Command Module Michael. Pilot, yeah. <laughs> Command Pod well, okay. Pilot. But anyway, the point, the point here is Paul Michael really drew the short straw because he never got to walk on the moon. He had to stay with the ship. You obviously, in the photos, you either see it's of Neil or of Buzz. Yeah. yeah. Either one of them's taking a photo of the other one. The third one had to stay on the ship. I would like to launch a new series <laughs> where we'll call it Fly on the Wall, mm-hmm. where throughout history there are some conversations that would be so interesting to hear, oh, but no. we would never would have heard them because they're private or they never were released or no one else was around. The first Fly on the Wall will be recreating, deciding who wasn't going to leave the shuttle <laughs> on Apollo 11. <laughs> As director of the first fly on the wall, I will be playing the role of Commander Neil Armstrong. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, why don't you play uh, Lunar Module Pilot Edwin Buzz Aldrin? Oh, so for God's sake. Michael isn't Michael. Yeah, you're going to oh, be yeah, Buzz. Yeah, nah, probably, I, it would make more sense if you were Michael, but I think that'll get too confusing. Or too personal, because we're about to improv this. So, <laughs> let's go with you as Buzz, then you can be Michael, Josh. You're the one who's staying I'll behind. I'll be the one that doesn't get to go on the moon. So, uh, Ned's Neil, Mike's Buzz, yep. Josh is Michael. All right. First ever fly on the wall theatre. Yeah, here we go. Obviously, we're nearing touchdown, fellas. Um, I think, and look, might be controversial, I... I think as the senior member, I think I should go out first. I think I should be the first I mean, person to step... I, what, why? What? Well, I, don't, Buzz, I don't think so. I know that you like, have the coolest name, Buzz, but unfortunately... I really do. Yeah, but I'm also commanding officer. And I've also been really... While you guys have probably been fart-assing around for the last three months, I've actually I been thinking about what to say once I touch down. I know. Right? That, yeah, I know it's what? kind of fun, like Neil and Buzz, and you guys have been at the forefront of things, but what about me? What about Michael? Why, why, about could, not, why, why couldn't I go first? On the moon. Why couldn't I be the first one? I've, I've got some got some things I think I could say that would echo through the uh, annals of history It's going to be hard because we obviously need straps for this, but um, why don't you take a seat? Okay. In zero gravity. I know that's difficult, yeah. but... I'll take a seat. Yeah, what? Um, so, uh, Buzz and I have been talking about how to tell you this. Tell me what? I actually thought someone else already did. Yeah, I kind of thought Houston would sort of do their, this for you. You're not coming off the shuttle, mate. Yeah. What? Someone's got to... Like, we don't want this to drift off into space. You understand what space is, right? I we need we'd you like to stay. Anchor, anchor or something. How yeah, did, well, you're the anchor. How did... What do you mean I'm not coming on the moon? Well, what did you think was going to happen when we got up here? We all go on the moon. It's the moon landing. Well, no, yeah, I'm... not safe. My last name's Armstrong. His first name's Buzz. We're obviously going on the we moon. We are the space thing. What's your last too? name, Michael. I don't even know. Exactly right. This is why, why you don't you? deserve to come onto the moon. This is bullshit. Yeah, I get I've that been, you're upset. I've put my life in just as much danger as the rest of you. Yeah. I deserve to be going on the moon. Okay, okay. I think you need to direct this anger towards management afterwards. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm the f- good's that going to do? Well, we, direct it to management afterwards. We'll be back on Earth. I'm not coming this, back up here again. This wasn't our decision. Exactly. It came from higher up. Uh, yeah, yeah, this I've, is NASA. This uh, isn't us. This is bullshit. Bullshit. You need to calm down because we only have a limited supply of oxygen, and you 
using a lot of it right well, now. If I use enough of it, I'll get to go on the moon. Oh, Michael, we can, no anchor somebody, we can anchor somebody else up here. Do you want us to all die up here, Michael? That's the question. You need to I stay with the show. I know a little bit now. I know now. you want to. Kind of do a little bit now. I actually want to have a mutiny and we want to leave you up on the moon. If you want, if you come out of... don't get to go on the moon. Okay, here's the... Okay, all right. Because so, now we're getting so angry about it. If you leave this shuttle, you're not getting back on it. We've brought, we've brought pirate sh- uh, swords on board for this exact thing. Yeah, I don't want to go on the moon that badly. I tell you what, you could pass me the American flag. That's Buzz, don't f- you. <laughs> yeah, don't no, f- you, that's, Buzz. That's really not me. That's really not kind, Buzz. <laughs> All right, that's done for another week of Ned and Josh podcasts. We are off tomorrow, but we're going to be back Monday morning. And I'll say, if you see us around this weekend, we might be doing a lake take. Oh, yeah. So we want you to, if you see us out and about filming, come up and be a part of our lake takes video series. I also, because we attempted a lake take or just sort of like an interview thing uh, a while ago. And it just looked like that, like we were yeah, we had to re- we, raising money for charity was, or looking for donations. We did it in an area where people usually spoke for charity. Yeah. So everybody was just looking at us going, no, no, no. So we're hoping that's why. We might find out when we go and try and do lake takes that... People just say no, no, no. If you see two guys uh, and one of them has a black clipboard that says Ned and Josh on it, <laughs> it's us. Chances are we're not spooking for donations. We just would like you to be in a video. Well, we're not spooking for donations yet. <laughs> Let's see how many more mortgage repayments need to come out before I yeah, am doing that. That's March's plan. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we go, though, I would like to announce the results of our music festival poll. Ooh. Now, if you do remember, we did this a couple of days ago where we named fake music festival lineups and we decided to put it to the pod pals uh, on our socials who would you rather go to who's fake festival now all the, the bands were entirely made up like these were not bands that were, we'd ever yeah. heard of do you want to hear mine again because I've got mine here if yes, you want yes please do okay so my head, my my festival was headlined by Wavy Baby mm-hmm. Rusty Frost there won't be blood and Miss Myrtle and the Mystic Muscles. Mine was a uh, headline. Josh Fest was headlined by Ballpoint Pencil, <laughs> yep. Lipton Energy Drink, yep. BYO BBQ Beats, and Golden Deceiver. Golden Instant Deceiver, Golden I will Retriever. say, is the best of all of them. Even mine as well. It wasn't enough to get it done because you won convincingly. Yes! Nedfest is the more popular festival, according to everybody on our social media. I also did put it that it was going to be in Reykjavik, so maybe people were excited about that. Wanted to go international. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're going now. Uh, (laughs) We should. And I'm pretty angry about the old uh, Josh Fest not getting (laughs) up off the ground. I know that you'd be angry because I am, quite quietly, pretty stoked. I'll tell you what, though. I'm happy I don't have to organise a bunch of vendors and bars and security. And It's it's a lot off my shoulders now. I was going to say, I'm not actually organising this, Now, put this on. Yep. You're also going to deform five bands now, apparently. And I also need a contact in Iceland. (laughs) We might have an update on that on Monday's show. Mm. Bye. Bye. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.